This is Ellie Fisher recording a podcast for the OU's Nachyomi program, Perek Dalid of Sefer Ezra. I want to apologize in advance. Uh, I've had a little bit of a cough over the last couple of days, so there may be some coughing uh, over the course of this year, and there also may be some... Uh, um, my voice may sound a little bit different. Okay. Perek Dalid Pasuk Aleph. Sefer Ezra. The adversaries, the enemies of Yehuda and Binyamin heard that the exiles, the, uh, so the enemies of Yehuda and Binyamin heard that the ex- <coughs> that the exiles are building a temple to Hashem, or El, the God of Israel. So who are these Tzarei Yehuda? Who are these people? Um... That will be answered throughout the course of through the course of the sefer, but it's worthwhile to give a little bit of an introduction to them here. Um, I call them proto Samaritans, proto Kutim. Um, it's an eclectic group of people. Some of them were basically a mishmash of Bnei Israel, right? Both from the ten lost tribes, uh, and you know who stuck around after and 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 other. Uh, and and uh, Bnei Yehuda who stuck around after the after the Chorban, after the Chorban, um, some of them were from those non-Jewish tribes that had been relocated there uh, by the by the king of Ashur. Some of them were Amonim and Moavim who were ethnically related to to, to Bnei Israel. When I say some of them were this, some of them were that, they weren't distinct entities at this point. Meaning you had a little bit of this and a little bit of that over time had become one kind of uh, semi-unified um, ethnic entity um, that you know had that was rooted in all of these things that had uh, ancestry in all of these different groups, some Jewish, some not Jewish. Okay. At this point, they didn't have they didn't see themselves as having a consolidated identity. In fact, uh, they begin <coughs> they begin to create an identity only in response to the Bnei Hagola. Um, so once again, we see that uh, something that happens in Sefer Ezra repeats itself in uh, in the modern Shivat Zion. Um, the presence of when the presence of the Jews returning to their ancestral homeland forces those who were there first, those who were there, who were who were living in the land before the before the Jews started coming back. Um, you know those others. And those who weren't included in the project of creating, uh, of, 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 uh, you know, of rebuilding the, the Jewish state to create an identity that's raison d'etre is opposing the identity of the, of, of, of the, of the Jews that are coming back. Uh, in the modern context, I'm of course referring to the Palestinians, where in a, in, in a lot of ways their identity was created by the fact that they were, I mean, People talk about there, there's no such thing as a Palestinian. I, I don't think that's true. There definitely is such a thing as a Palestinian, but it is—it's an ethnicity. It's a—it's an—it's 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 a national entity that was born in opposition, as opposition to Jews, the Jews in the state of Israel, the Jews who had the, who who got, as it were, uh, in both cases, um, international legitimacy for their project of uh, of rebuilding the state of Israel. Um, or a Jewish state in Israel. Okay, pasuk bet. 
They approached Zubavel and the and the heads of the family of Yimrulahem. They said to them, Nivneimachem, we want to build with you, Kichachem Nidroshlelokechem. Um because like you, we seek out God. And it is to him that we sacrifice. From the times of Esar Chadon, the king of Ashur, who brought us here. So they saw themselves as the as the descendants of those tribes that had been relocated there by the Malchai Ashur. Um, they want in, but they don't want to admit, they, 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 they kind of sort of admit that they don't really follow the Torah. Say they've been sacrificing for hundreds of years now to God, but you know we know that that's usher. That's uh, that's shchutechutz. Uh, you also have um, an interesting kriktiv here. Um, it says v'lo anachnu zovchim. Right? We read that as v'lo with a vav at the end. We we um, you know we sacrifice to Him. Right? But the way it's written is with an aleph v'lo anachnu zovchim. We don't. Sacrifice. Esar right. um, is the son of Sancheriv. Um, they weren't really sure when they got there because later on they'll say Asnapar, right? That they got there during the time of Asnapar, who was somebody else. Um, so it's one of those uh, it's one of those phrases, kind of like. Uh, from time immemorial. We've been here a really, really long time. We're not exactly sure when we got here. We have a pretty good idea how we got here. So Ruvel and Yoshua and the rest of the leaders said, It is not for you and us to build a house for our God. Because we, here Yachad means alone. We alone are going to build La Hashem Elokei Yisrael to Hashem the God of Israel Kasher Tzivanu Melech Koresh Melech Koresh Melech Paras, like we were commanded by Koresh the King of Persia. By Yehia Haaretz Marpim Yedei Yedei Am Yehuda Umevahalimotam Livnot. The people of the land weakened the hands of the people of Yehuda and they harried them, they bothered them while they were building. V'Sochrim Aleim Yoatzim. They hired counselors against them, to frustrate their plans. Paras, the entire reign of Cyrus, king of Persia, until the reign of Darius, the king of Persia. Well, how long was that from Cyrus to Darius? Okay, so first of all, you have that um, these, this group, when they couldn't join, if you can't join them, beat them. Right, they became antagonists, and they started interrupting, and they started hiring lobbyists to, um, you know, to, to 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 get in their way legally. Okay, um, starting with pasuk, hey, we have to start dealing with uh, issues of chronology. Okay, it says that they were the plans to build the base of Mikdash were frustrated from the reign of Cyrus until the reign of uh, Darius. Okay, so chronologically speaking, right, we're talking about the Achaemenid dynasty, dynasty of Persian kings. Okay, Cyrus was not the first, but he's considered, you know, as as far as the, you know, on the historical scene, he was the one who was the who was the emperor when they took over Bavel and really entered into the, the and the Persian Empire entered into the into, Mes- into Mesopotamia and into you know the, where where the world's great civilizations were. 
Um, he was he was succeeded by his son Cambyses. After that, there was a short reign by a fellow named Smyrdis, and then you have Darius. So there's a there's there's a good amount of time, two longish reigns from from Cyrus and Cambyses. It ended up, it ended up being about 18 years um, but you, that they uh, that they blocked the building of the base of Mikdash. Um, after Darius, right, so and the base of Mikdash was was rebuilt. Uh, during the time of Daryavesh. After Daryavesh, Darius, um, he's succeeded by his son, Xerxes, who is generally identified with Ahasuerus, and he's the one who fought the, um, um, fought wars against, against Greece, was defeated by Greece, which was kind of the beginning of the end of the Persian Empire. Um, and Ahasuerus, Xerxes, was, uh, was succeeded by Artaxerxes, um, or Artaxasta. Um, here we're going to see a list that exactly follows that order, right? We just read Pasuk Hay where you had Koresh and then Daryavesh. Okay, starting in Pasuk Vav, um, you have the next two kings. Meaning in, in Pasuk Hay you have Koresh and Daryavesh, right? It skips over Cambyses uh, and Smyrdis, who only reigned for a few months, um, and then you have uh, in Pasuk. Vav, you have Achashverosh, and in Pasuk Zayin, you have Artachshasta, which, um, you know, that follows the the chronology of the of of, of the Achaemenid kings. Malchus Achashverosh b'tchilat Malchuto, Malchut Achashverosh b'tchilat Malchuto, and during the reign of Achashverosh, the beginning of his reign, Katvu Sitna al Yoshei Yehudav Yerushalayim. They wrote an accusation against the those who lived in Yehuda and Yerushalayim. Um, From the, the problem with this reading is that starting in Pasuke, we go back to, or the, even at the end of this parak, we go back to the reign of Daryavesh. So what that basically means, and you know, the, the pshat actually is is in accordance with this idea that um, from the reference to Achashverosh and Artachshasta, which is from Pasuk. Uh, vav of this parak until the second to last pasuk in this parak, pasuk Chav Gimel, is a parenthetical statement. Once it already started talking about the antagonism of the people in the, of, of the of the surrounding people, um, it uh, it goes on to record all of the challenges facing the Shavim from these from these Tsarim before uh, returning to the main narrative of the building of the Beit Hamikdash in Parak Hey. Um, and this is pshat because it starts with it goes from Daryavesh to Achashverosh to Artachshasta back to Daryavesh. Um, there were, however, some commentaries for this reason and for, for some for 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 the reason that you know this goes back and you know jumps backward and forward in time, um, or actually forward and backward in time, um, and for other reasons who try to read. Uh, this parak as a as a straight chronological narrative, meaning doesn't read this you know most the majority of this par of of this par, uh, chapter as a um, as you know out out of chronological order. Um, so, for example, you have Chazal who identify Artachshasta and Koresh as being uh, as being the same person. So, this what we're gonna what we're what we're about to learn from Pasuk Zion through Pasuk Chav Gimel all happens in the reign of of Koresh. Um, and uh, and then and, and and then Chazal, according to Chazal's view, uh, Achashverosh would then you know would not be Xerxes. Um, it would Achashverosh would be Cambyses. Um, 
Ibn Ezra thinks that Achashverosh and Artachshasta are the same person. So then Pasuk Vav would be an, introduct, an, an introductory verse to the rest of the to the rest of the parak. Um, I follow I follow the position that uh, uh, Doresh uh, that that there's a progression Koresh to Daryavesh Tachashverosh Tachshasta because I, I think it makes the most sense. I'm following the Da'at Mikra. Uh, it makes it makes sense historically and it also makes sense in terms of Pshat. Um, in Pasuk Vav, the Malchut, the, when it when it references Achashverosh, um, so the uh, there are several ways to understand this sitna. One is that it could be referring to what we're about to read in the rest of the parak, as I mentioned already, which is the Ibn Ezra's position. It could be some unknown sitna, some something that you know, some antagonism that the Jews faced that we don't otherwise know about, or it could be an allusion to the Purim story. Um, you know that that was the sitna that was written in the days of Achashverosh that uh, that it's you know that it's referring to. In which case, it would be written from a Yehuda-centric perspe- per- perspective, whereas uh, Megillat Esther is written from a a, a Persian or a Shushan-centric position. This, which is really almost a footnote, you know, they didn't give it much. Uh, they gave it pretty short shrift. Um, from a Yehuda perspective, it's like, yeah, it was rough, and then it was okay. Okay, Pasuk Zayin. Uvimei Artachshasta katav bishlama mitradat tav elu shar kinavotav al Artachshasta melech paras uchtav hanishtevan katuv aramit umiturgam aramit. And in the days of Artaxerxes, they wrote bishlam mitradat, now it's not clear whether Bishlam is a name or it's Bishlam mit, mit, Mitradat, peace unto Mitradat, Tavel, the rest of his companions, unto our, our you know, to our, our taxers, he's king of Persia. And the writing of the letter was written in Aramaic character and set forth in the Aramaic language. Okay? Aramaic was the official language of the Western Persian Empire, including the province of Avarnahara, the Trans Euphrates area, meaning anything that's south and west. Of the of the Upper Euphrates, which includes what's today Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, and Israel. Um, it also is important to realize here, as we shift from Hebrew into Aramaic for the majority of the rest of the Sefer until we get to Nehemiah, that uh, Ezra is Sefer Ezra is a composite work. Um, it includes a number of documents, personal documents and official documents. We saw this with uh, Rishon Koresh at the beginning of the at the beginning of the Sefer. It it, it quotes from an external document, you know, that was an official document that was signed by Koresh. And here again, we see a letter that was written, uh, that was written to Artach Shasta. Um, Ruchum be'el te'em v'shimshai safra kitavu igra chada al Yerushalem la'artach Shasta malka kinema. Ruchum, the commander... And Shimshai, the scribe, wrote a letter against Yerushalayim to Artaxerxes, the king, as follows. Edayin rechum be'el te'em v'shimshai safra u'sha'ar kinavathon dinaye v'afar sadchaye tarpalaye afarsaye ar Arkevoye, Bavloye, Shushan Choye, 
Dehave El Maye. This is a group of different groups of people. Then wrote Rahum the commander, Shimshai the scribe, and the rest of their companions, the Din the Dinites and the Afarsitachites and the Tarpalites and the Afarsites and the Archivites and the Babylonians and the Shushanites and the Day those from Dehav and the and those from Elam. Right? All of these peoples Usha'aru Mayadi Hagli Asnapar Rabba Viakira Vahotev Himo Bekiria di Shamrin Usha'ara Var Nahara Uchenet. Right? And the rest of the nations who the great and noble Esnapar who was the a uh, an Assyrian king brought over and and settled in the city of Samaria, Shomron. Um and in the and the rest of those in the uh in Trans Euphrates, this province. Uchenet. And now Pasuk Yud Aleph, Dina Parshegani Garta di Shalhu Alohi Alar Tachshasta Malka Avdaich Enash Avar Nahara Uchenet. This is a copy of the letter that they sent to him, to Artachshasta the king, Artaxerxes the king, the servants, your servants, the men beyond the river, Uchenet. And now, right, I'll lead into the next Pasuk. Yedia lehavi malka di Yehudai di silku min levatach alena atoli Yerushalem kiryata maradita uvaishta banain vishurai ashachlilu vushaya yachitu. Be it known to the king that the Jews that came up from you, from from you, right, that came up from from Bavel and have come to us in Yerushalayim, they're building the rebellious and bad city. And they have finished its walls and are now digging out or cleaning out the foundations. Ke'an yedi'a lahave lemalka dihin kiryata dach titpenei v'shuraya yishtachlulun minda u'belo v'halach lo yitnitun yintinun v'aftoma melachim tehanzik. Right? You should know, the king, you king should know, that if this city is going to be built, and its walls finished, then they're going to stop paying the tribute, or the or the toll, or the tax, doing three different types of taxes. So you will damage the revenue of the of the king, meaning the you're you're not going to get as much tax money as you used to. Ke'an. Kol kevel di melach hechla melachna ve'arvat malka lo arich lana lemechazei al dinash now because we eat the salt of the palace I meaning we're reliant on the king right and it is not you know we don't want to see the king's dishonor therefore we have taken it upon ourselves to announce to announce this to the king to let the king know about this right what nice guys right Vitinda di Kiryata Dach Kirya Murada Umahanzikat Malchin Umidinan Veshtadur Avadin Bigava Minyomat Minyomat Alma Adina Kiryata Dach Achraft. You should search in the book of records, the, the book of memories of your fathers, and you're going to find in that book of records 
and you should and learn that this city is a rebellious city and it's been damaging to kings and provinces and they have um, they have moved sedition within um, right they, they, they've been it's been a, it's been a source of sedition from time immemorial right as old as the world Aldina and this was the cause, that's the reason that the city was destroyed. We tell the king, we're, we're, we notify the king that if this city is going to be built and its walls finished, then by this means, you will have no portion beyond the river. Right? This is going to be the loss of, this is going to mean the end of your province of Ahar, of Arnahara, the trans-Euphrates province. Okay? Um, a couple of points in this, uh, you know, in this section of this letter that we just read. Um, because that's the end of the letter. Uh, first of all, in the fact that it refers to the rebuilding of Yerushalayim right, is problematic. Right? Well, it's not really problematic. Um, at this point, the Bnei Yisrael, at this point in the narrative, through through Paragimela at least, it had not been talking about the rebuilding of Yerushalayim. It had been talking about the rebuilding of the Beit Hamikdash. They didn't have permission to rebuild Yerushalayim. So if it's you know our Tachshasta, as you know as we understand it, is you know reigned after the rebuilding of the Beit Hamikdash, then it makes sense, right? They the, this was written when they were actually rebuilding Yerushalayim. Um, if it's uh, if our, if as Chazal saw, Artachshast is the same as Koresh, then you have a um, then 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 you have more of a uh, a problem. But it's not really a problem because you can say that you know they were lying, right? Um, they were they were trying to make the Jews look worse than they actually were. Pasuk Yud Dalid, you know, you have the the surest way into a, you know, to to provoke a response from the king. You mention money, um, and in terms of uh, in, in Pasuk Tadvav, where it says, "Yeah, check out the records, and you'll see." Um, I I I've mentioned once before that the Persians were meticulous record keepers. When you have a very large empire, you kind of have to be, um, but there was also very little institutional memory. Um, uh, so one empire, one king isn't necessarily going to know what happened to the previous king, and sometimes one king won't even know what happened earlier in his own reign, right? You know, he can't be in, he can't know everything that's going on in the empire. Um, <coughs> you saw that, we saw that, we see that very clearly in uh, Megillat Esther, that Hashverosh uh, is almost incredulous. What are you talking about? That this is what's going to happen to the Jews? Who said? Who did this? Right? Me? Who's Eve? Who? Pitkama shalach malka al pasuk yud zayin. Pitkama pitkama shalach malka al ruchum ba al teim v'shimshai safra ushar kinavat hon di yatvin b'shamrin ushar avar nahara shalom uchet. And the king sent an answer to Rehum, the commander, and Shimshai, the scribe, and to the rest of their companions in Shomron, and the rest of the people that lived in the trans-Euphrates province, peace. And now, Nishtivana di the letter that you sent us, Mifarash keri kodomai. Right? 
the letter that you sent has been read to me. Umini sim te'em uvakaru vihishkachu di kiryatadach min yomat oma ad mulachim mitnasa'o umirad ve'eshtador mit'aved ba. And I have found, and we, we, I, I decreed, and we searched, and it was found that, indeed, this city has long been a place of insurrection against kings, and a place of rebellion and sedition. Um, and rebellion and sedition have been done inside it. Umalchin takifin havual Yerushalem, and Yerushalayim has had strong kings living within it, v'shalitin b'cholavar nahara, who have ruled over the entire uh, Trans-Euphrates, that the extent of the king, the kingdom of Shlomo really was from the Euphrates River all the way down to the border of Egypt. And they collected taxes. It's not only that they didn't pay taxes, they even collected taxes. This was a serious empire once. Right? And that's got to make our Tachshasta nervous. Ka'an. Simu te'em levatala guvraya ilech nekiryata dach lotit b'nei admini ta'ama yitzam. Right now we make a decree to cause these men, these people who are building Yerushalayim, to stop and that the city not be built until a decree should be made by me. Uzehirin hevo, be careful. Shalul me'ebar al dina, don't be slack. Lama yiskei chavala lahanzakat malchin. Why should there be damage that's going to hurt the kings? Make sure that nothing bad happens to the good guys. Um, so the the thrust of this letter is, you know what? You guys are right. All these things did happen. Edayin Mindi parshegen nishtevana diar tachshasta malka kare kadam ruchum v'shimshai safra ukinavot ukinavat hon azalu bevehilul Yerushalayim al Yehudaye uvetilu himo beedra v'chayil. Right when the copy of the letter of our tachshasta the king was read before ruchum and shimshai and their companions, they ran to Yerushalayim to the Jews and they made them stop by force and with power. Right. They made him stop. No more building. That's the end of this episode. Okay? And now, Pasuk Chavdalid goes all the way back to the time of Koresh, when we first are introduced to these, to these Tsarei Yehuda. Be'edin, then, at that time, right? Back then, in the time of Koresh, Be'telat Avidat Beit Al-Ahadi Yerushleim, the the work on the house of God, right? Not talking about rebuilding Yerushalayim. Now talking about the rebuilding of the Beit HaMikdash in Yerushalayim, which is in Yerushalayim, Vavat Petola Ad Shnat Tartin L'Malchut Dar Yavesh Melech Paras. Right? And it wasn't, it, they didn't start with that again until the second year of Darius, the king of Persia. Right? So, it jumps back in history now, it, it tells the whole story of what happened in the time of Artach Shasta, and then it jumps back Backwards to the reign of, to the reign of, uh, um, of Dar, of Dar Now, it, they are, it is disconnected, but it's, 
in, in the uh, according to the according to the chronology that uh, that I've adopted that Artachshasta was after Daryavesh, uh, then this may have been done for dramatic effect as well. Meaning it, it looks like you know like yeah these guys they're, they're they've been bad from the beginning bad till the end right? and now it's going back to the main narrative of the rebuilding of the of the Beit Hamikdash. We'll continue tomorrow with the actual completion of the Beit Hamikdash.